mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage Martinis. I am Adam, here's Danielle. Hello. So, that was so much fun. Nobody knows what I'm talking about yet. Nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> no, this interview that we had with Aaron and Oliver Hudson. Yeah, it wasn't even really an interview. It was like well, a, a conversation. It was like being out to dinner with two awesome people just literally talking about life. Yeah, I mean, so much so that we missed the first like two minutes of the, of, of the recording of the conversation. I didn't know we started (laughs) like we just hopped on and just introduced ourselves and just started talking. And that was it. It was just like right away, just a vibe that was happening. And I was like, fuck, hold on, everybody stop. So when we cut in to the episode, by the way, I did my best, Mm -hmm. but it should make sense. Yeah, I think. Well, when I first reached out to Aaron, um, so it's. Oliver and Aaron Hudson, who we have on the podcast today. Um, when I first reached out to Aaron, I was sort of like, hey, you know, I know you guys started a couple's podcast. I've listened to it. I love it. Do you think you guys would come on? And I didn't know much about her other than what I had heard on the podcast. And I, I really liked their podcast. I mean, very much. So she said yes. And I was, I w- I, I was so excited about how just real she was and they were together um you and I I think we don't get to do a lot of podcasts with other couples who are quite so real and so refreshing and vulnerable um they've been through infidelity um they talk a lot about you know Oliver's uh, parents are Goldie Hawn and you know who's been married to Kurt Russell for 40 or not married they've been together for 40 years never married um, and I loved the, the the connection that you guys had as sort of like his parents, you know, to attain this status of of where they are. There's so much pressure for him, you know, as an actor and for you and your business. <laughs> but it's true. I just find that hilarious. By yeah. The way, yeah. So, me, you know, in your business, how, you know, your your dad was this really like, you know, big presence and, and huge um like high status within the industry within your industry and it was the same kind of thing so there were all these connections that were made but it's um a fantastic conversation uh they're so real talking about how they went through infidelity and quite honestly um are a testament to the fact that if both people really want it it can work it can happen um and And i i also really enjoyed just talking about like the stupid everyday shit like with kids and with marriage like yeah you know they're this they're these celebrities and we're these nobodies Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and just to connect like that because you never you know you never think talking to a celebrity like 
oh my God, they're normal people too. Yeah. You know, it's and normal so problems, are. same they're issues, so down same. To earth. Yeah. Yep. Loved it. So check out their podcast. Um, we were on last week, but they have so many good episodes. Unconsciously coupled, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow them on Instagram. Oliver's Instagram is hilarious. Um, Erin's Instagram I've shared, and I will share it again. She's wonderful, and you're just all going to want to be her best friend. Um, and yeah, they're just don't fantastic. For, don't forget, Valentine's Day is coming up. M&M Podcast 15 for 15% off the Date Night Questions book at marriageandmartinis.com. Yes. Right? Only available on this podcast is that promo code. Wow. Yes. Yeah. How'd I do? Right off the cuff. You did great. Even, you did great. I, I felt like a car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enjoy the episode. Thanks. No, you were talking about your friends yeah. and um, how, you know. Yeah, well, how each, each, each one has their different, you know, ideas of what is hor- horrendous, you know. And like I was saying is that person saying, well, at least he didn't cheat. But it's like when trust is broken in some sort of way, it doesn't matter. And and you, I have a lot of friends where I'm like, just it's easy for you to judge on the other side because it hasn't happened to you as with many things in life until you are literally in the shoes, you know, dealing with this situation, just keep your mouth shut. Right. And don't, you know what I mean? Like judge on anybody because I feel like it, we do it all. We all do it. Like even in the press, right. With somebody famous or a couple or something happens immediately. We want to say, Oh, you know, this or that or probably these judgments. And it's like, especially with, with infidelity, you know, yeah. because it seems to be the ultimate sin, which right. <clears throat> of course they, they're, you know, everyone has afflictions. We, we, we're in relationships, you know what I mean? Perfection doesn't even exist. The word itself. Uh, I'm not sure it was why it's even in, in the English language because nothing is perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and then when you are dealing with sort of these, these certain things in, in your own personal relationship, it takes someone like Aaron, honestly, who I've always says is very evolved to look at the big picture. I think we're very quick to throw everything away if one thing goes bad or right. if one of us fucks up, it's like, oh, that's it. We're done. Rather than take a larger 30,000 foot view, look at the relationship and understand, OK, this he's a great man. He's a he's kind. He's generous. He's funny. He's all of these things. And this is what's fucked up. Why is it fucked up? There are reasons for it. Right. It had nothing to do. It's nothing to do with Aaron. It's nothing to do with our relationship. This is my own psychology from growing up, you know, a child of divorce, uh, needing validation from women because mom was off doing movies, even though she was an amazing mother. There's a lot that goes into it. Fear, um, all of that stuff. So much so that I didn't want to get married. You know, I didn't want to get married. My mom is the one, you know, who's been with Kurt for 40 years now, not married. But she was the one who said, what are you doing? Hmm. You know, yeah. give her a ring. Like, you, this is what the next step is. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, really? And I freaked the fuck out, basically. <laughs> well, but even because, so, and yeah. I don't know any other, like, we say, you know, as long as you both shall live or whatever. And I'm sort of like, we got married. I was 24 when we got married, which is super wow. fucked up thinking back he on was, it. We were 20. He was 24 when we got together, right. which is, it's just right. so young. But right. like, what? I mean, we were literally just growing up. I mean, how? what? in what world does it make sense that like, you think that, like some huge mistakes are not going to happen as long as we both shall live. Like, 
I don't know. It just, it seems Possible. to me like, why is that not in the manual? Yeah. You know, like. Exactly. <laughs> well, I remember writing in our vows, Good which point. is so funny. As long as we both shall live. But wait a minute, you did what? Yeah, oh, right, exactly. Like, wait, oh, you, wait, so you were, what? and especially like, our, like, oh, you were 20 when you got married, but then you guys made, like, you, you, you did something to break each other's trust at one point. Come on. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, like I remember in our vows, I said something like, you know, I don't remember word for word, but talking about kind of the roller coaster of life and the ups and downs and like, you know, there's nobody I'd rather do that with. Meaning like if shit gets hard, you kind of know who your your person is. I was never expecting what happened. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Right. But I remember the feeling of like wanting to just run, wanting to just leave being like, fuck you. How could you do this to, you know, to me? Like, I'm going to show you, I mean, all yeah. of the ego, all of the things that, you know, I wasn't just some like calm evolved person, like, Oh, sweetie, this is, we're going to get to the root of this. No. I mean, that was not that no. it was dark and ugly and like rough in, really. in the beginning. And you well, did break up for a while, right? Yeah. We were like separate, you know, this was like, I found out like five minutes basically after we got married <laughs> Um, so there we are on this high and honeymoon and right. trying to be, right. and, um, but yeah, I told, we, I told we did, her, like, you know, I told her we were in Vegas, we were driving back from Colorado to Vegas and I just couldn't hold on to it anymore. And, um, I told her over dinner and, and, uh, and then it trickled out, but man, that was rough. I was throwing up. I was in the hotel room. I mean, if, if I was being directed, <laughs> they'd cut the scene and be like, all right, dude, Oliver, way over take the top. Enough. You got to <laughs> bring it down. Like, you look just ridiculous. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to throw my life. I mean, I was, it was like, a, I was a crazy person, you know. So was your thought that, okay, we'll get over this? Or was your thought like, this is it, she's going to, this is it? In the moment, it was, that was it. That was it. Um, I wanted my mommy. I mean, literally, I was. In, <laughs> I wanted my mommy because I was receiving no love from her. Of course not. And um, trash cans to the head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and but and she was icy calm, which was almost worse. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it was gnarly because she was. I was like, just yell at me or something. She's just <laughs> kind of like Sharon Stone vibes from Basic Instinct, just looking at me like, oh my god. <clears throat> but I, there was a moment. There was a moment where I knew that things might be okay. And that was on the ride back from Vegas to LA. I left the car there because I couldn't drive. I was so distraught. So we got a car, a limousine to take us home. And um, I was just staring out the window, just crying, losing it, just being like, I can't believe I've just fucked up my entire life. I've been oh. married two months. And I was sitting there thinking, so this is why like celebrities, like, you know, just break up after three months of marriage, you know, you like read these stories and you're just like, right. this is what happens. And I remember thinking, you know, it was like, just, I was in shock really. And I was like, you're going to have to call my dad and tell him why we're getting a divorce. Right. Like, but, then, that's on you. But in faith, which was, yeah. a, which is another funny story, but, but she took me and put me on her lap in the car and then started like, rubbing my hair stroking my hair because she was knew. on the way home from dinner after yeah because she knew oh, i was I just know. and I, that you was are an angel aaron oh my god that was the moment i was like okay like there's there's 
there's some hope. Of course, you know, then it takes all the turns. And now I'm living at my mom's house and she's living at her best friend's house because the house that we bought is sort of, you know, tainted. Even and, though nothing happened there. It yeah, was just like, right. It's just like that whole again. energy of, of all of it. And I mean, But the, here's the other thing. It's like when you tell this story now to kind of couples, you know, with three kids and together 20 years and this and that, you think about it right now very different story. This was after, you know, we had been together six years of our early twenties, partying, traveling. Life was very like simple. We did not have kids. We didn't, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of things that I think went on to lead up to that. And I will say, I had always said, um, I just, if something ever happens, right? Like we all make mistakes. I, you know, still flirt. I, I still want to have other, you know, men find me attractive. Like, you know, because we're getting married, it's not like cut off. Like, I, mm -hmm. and I also knew who I married as a therapist would say to me all the time, very sexual, flirtatious, charming person. Right. So I was very reality based. And I think for me, I would always say to him, you know, we're traveling where he's on movie sets, whatever, if anything ever happens, Obviously, I hope it doesn't, but like, I just want to hear it from you, meaning I don't want to hear it from somebody else. I don't want to not know. Or a tabloid or like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or anybody calling or something. Cause I, there was something to me that felt like if you have the guts and the balls to kind of come and admit your wrongdoing, there's a little shame involved. And I think for him, it was the feeling of, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm willing to risk losing you to tell you that this went on. So moving forward, if there's any chance of our relationship, I want it to be clean and pure. And I don't want to bring kids into this that dark, was darker side. That was big for me too. It was children, you know, so, have children. I was like, who the fuck am I? I mean, I'm taking Silkwood showers, like Brillo patting my balls off because I'm just so ashamed and crying in the shower. And then I'd go like make myself a cocktail. I'm like, Okay, I feel a little you bit better. Fame. Like yeah, I'm going right. out, you know. I mean, I was fucked up. I was a little bit fucked up, you know. And I think I also just had this feeling of like, you know, he's not perfect, you know. Either am I. Like, whatever things might happen, but I found a, a way to kind of say it doesn't mean I'm. This is going to work, but the fact that you kind of told me and I didn't like find out from somebody else, it, it's almost like I looked at it like. um, you know, if you're doing drugs and you get caught, there's a difference of getting caught than coming forward. Meaning like getting caught means, oh shit, I have to be done doing whatever I'm doing, whatever that is like, you know, gambling, drugs, cheating. I have to be done. Whereas if you come forward, you're done yourself for a reason, whatever that is, maybe because you're about to get caught or whatever, but there was something inside of me that made it feel like, you know, just, I don't know, there was a, a, it took a lot. And I think that comes from caring, you know, for right. somebody or something. And so there was a little bit of that involved along with, um, I don't know, I'm very like reality based. Like once I took my ego out of it, I was like, I'm madly in love with this person. And I don't want to have like a dark hate and go down that path. Whatever happens with us, I really want to like, resolve it in a way and figure it out because at the time we were young and like right. having sad, everything was great. I was very confused. I was like, this isn't, you know, like you're not 
getting what you need here, but maybe being in a committed relationship is not what you need, you know? So that was where we went with it. <laughs> so it was Oliver, how, how long was it in your mind that you were like, I got to come clean. I got to talk to her. I got to let her know what's going. Like, how long was that? Cause that eats at you. Like I can understand when you yeah. said, I yeah. want my mommy, I want to be held. I want to be like, cause that, that shit eats you up. Like, yeah, no, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard, man. Like, I think I don't want to be generalizing here, but I think women for the most part are a little bit more open and able to express themselves. Vulnerability, I think sure. is for women than men. Um, generally but i i think it's much harder it's much easier said than done just to sort of for men to sort of say hey here's here, here's what i'm feeling or here's what i've done and, and uh, run the risk and so for me it was just a build up and it was building and building and building to the point where i just literally couldn't hold it in anymore yeah. we were at dinner and she said so who was that that called you in the car and normally there's an easy answer, but I just couldn't do it anymore. You know what I mean? Like he didn't answer a phone call in the car. That was right. obviously a red flag, but I, I, right. I just wasn't but even like, you know, I wasn't like, who was that? And let me see. And you know, I had no Were you suspicious or it was like a super shock to you. Yeah. You weren't suspicious. I mean, when I say like super shock now, of course, looking back were there a hundred signs, like sure. once I realized, yes, but I was also very, you know, kind of benefit of the doubt. And I, it was like, if he was out partying, I was like, well, I know he's coming home to me or, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, go flirt, do whatever. I'm not threatened by that. I'm sure. a, I'm not a jealous person. You almost knocked me out once. And then, yes. Yeah, so there was a night where like, I get yeah, dropped I off. And I, I, I get, don't know how I didn't put, I get dropped off and I am drunk and walking up into our porch and uh, she's standing there with her arms crossed. No, I can, I can see the car. And this is also like before like yeah. real cell phones and right. social media and all that kind of and, stuff. Uh, but I see that it's a girl dropping him right. off. And immediately he comes up and I was like, Oh, who just dropped you off? And he's like, John. And I was like, John, oh. my oh. best friend, John. Right. And she goes, Wrong answer. Right. <laughs> Fucking a right hook to my face. Like, I like I crumbled up. I get up. it. I get it. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. she had called John and John's asleep. Well, like, and also I can like see you can see her in the car. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com My point is, is uh, or to answer your question, the real issue, the problem came with not wanting to be this person, but at the same time, not being able to help it. Um, and that's where the addiction, which we call sort of a lowercase a, because it wasn't astronomically completely insane, but there was an addictive quality to it. Um, that rush that you feel, the um, the fact that you don't want to be this person, but you kind of can't help it. I had friends and rolled with friends who were in similar situations as I was, 
but they had no guilt or shame. It was just, they were just rolling through life. And I, meanwhile, I'm just, I, I just, I have no sense of love for myself in these moments where they're sort of just cruising around doing their thing. And honestly, you're making it sound like you were out like every single night. No, I mean, it really wasn't that. Yes, it wasn't that as much as I might be. Year engaged. Two years. Or two years. But yeah. It's the same. I mean, we, we, well, we dated in high school for a little bit. Like we, like he went, who was at a boarding school across from my school. And I would like hide in his dorm room at night. And then in the morning, <laughs> he would walk me to my car and then go meet his girlfriend for breakfast. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you know, our, our, our relationship, even to this day, hence, you know, the marriage of martinis is like rooted in we're both partiers, you know, we're both like, well, I always- partiers is the wrong word. We were partiers for a while in the last, let's say, so many years. Yes, we are partiers with each other at home watching a movie. Yes, I got you. I got you. But back in the day, it was fun. I got it. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is like the, the, you know, from the beginning, it's not like I, I thought he was this good boy who was going to be like totally like provide perfectly and be the perfect romantic and this like none of that were there were no signs of that the signs were we have a really fucking great time together we have great chemistry I think he's an awesome person he thinks I'm an awesome person and like we're gonna probably fuck up a ton but we're gonna have a really good time while doing it and we'll probably raise good humans and like somehow make it all work you know like and mm-hmm. I think we still feel exactly the same exactly. way today. Yeah, yeah. right. I Which agree. Awesome. I yeah. agree. I mean, you know, and I've said this a thousand times, but as far as raising kids, it's not if we fuck them up. It's just to what degree. A hundred percent. Yes. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and- what I also think with him, like, I remember just, you know, I'm from the East Coast, came out to LA, never thought in a million years I was going to marry, like, you know, someone from LA, never mind an actor. It was just not going to happen. And then here I was like falling for this guy. And it was exactly that, you know, fun and sexy. But also not her type in any way. Like physically, she loved like the preppy boy with the, you know, the really bit, like the bent out hat with the tape. <laughs> <That's back. laughs> you know what I mean? Like lacrosse player. Yeah, that's what I always that's, dated before him. Yeah, that was. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. I'm wearing like these like like, leather, rock, and like rock and roll leather jacket, vintage t-shirt. My hair is crazy long, like boot cut jeans at the time. Mm-hmm. And, Belt with belt like buckles. Was like Chris, yeah, I was like some like seventies wannabe. You right. Know I mean? Yeah, right. this is a very Super similar sweet. story. I mean, she's yeah. from Princeton, New yeah. Jersey, with like the you know, uh, with with all the deadheads and like yes, you know yes. into that kind of thing. I yep. come from you know, I was in the private school, but not from a private school area. Yeah, I was born right, kicked out of public school, like not the got best it. area. I'm in a band, I'm a drummer, you know, like smoking Love cigarettes it. and like wearing the Metallica t-shirts, you know. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. And then, but, but I will say, and I don't know if you feel this way. Classic. I knew that we were having, you know, I was having the most fun, obviously, like the chemistry, all of those kind of things. But I was like, underneath it all, this may not be, say, like marriage material guy, right? Because this was a little risky and it was fun. Mm-hmm. But I knew he was going to be such a good dad mm-hmm. and father and that like just from the beginning just seeing who he was with you know kids and animals knowing his story with like 
his dad leaving and that impact and Kurt coming in and all of these little things where I was like, you know, I remember saying to my parents, like, I, I, we may not get married. This may not be the traditional thing that you guys are envisioning, or even I thought for myself, but whatever it is, like, I know that this would, he would, he'll be like an amazing person to raise kids with too, just aligning on those, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of similarities or, or, you know, ideas or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I did, it was like stepping outside of maybe what I thought it was going to be. Right. Um, which your fairy tale wedding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you did have, you did wind up having yeah. an awesome for, but like, I'm so interested in, because when we first, so I was raised like in a very, you know, my parents, as much as they're progressive, they were very much like, like they never said to me, like, go experiment, go have fun. You know, it was sort of like, I grew up Jewish. My dad was sort of like, all right, bring home a Jewish boy. And, you know, oh. he is, but it's, you, you know. did that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, she did it, but, you know, she got like the pick of the litter of the Jews here. So, you know, like it wasn't that at all. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it was like, I, I, I think I was always on the trajectory of like, I'm going to be married and I'm going to have kids. And, you know, that was just like, that was what I, and then I was sort of like, oh my God, well, the younger I get married, then I'm like, I'm winning, you know, like then I right, won. Right. If I if I secure him like early yes. and I don't have to, then there's not the oh well maybe she's not gonna, you know. Right. And and now, yeah. Yeah. And and uh, and then we got married and I was like, what the fuck did I do? You know, <laughs> you know, and like and I was sort of like, oh, all my friends are probably like, oh, she's married. In the meantime, they were like, she's such a dumb bitch because we're still out experimenting. Right. And and I did none of that, you know, right. like. I like, we were dating, I was living in New York city and like, I should have been out, you know, doing yeah. all the things I would you never have regrets a hundred percent. Oh yeah. A hundred. And that's one thing we talk about all the time. Like, well, I, I mean, I do too, because, yeah. you know, I felt forced into the marriage, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I don't <laughs> think she was ready. And it was because, like, you know, I mean, look, you know, <laughs> And it was like now or never. And I'm like, fuck, I guess it's now because yeah. I don't live in the city. I don't have, I don't go to out to bars. Ever. Like I live in suburb New Jersey and I work, right. she goes to college. Like I yep. started my life. It's, so it's like, okay, I guess we're getting married. Yeah. I definitely like forced him into it. A, a beat to have kids. No, or... I mean like, and then it was like, let's start no, having I kids. I was like, let's have, like, let's get knocked up now. Yeah. Cause I don't wow. want to work anymore. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like talking about like, but like we talk about like cheating or we talk about the shit that I have done. We talk and then, you know, years later, we've talked about in the podcast, too, where it's like, well, you know, where has Danielle fucked up or where do we think Danielle's fucked up? It's like, OK, ready? We're getting married. We're having kids. I'm staying home. I'm not working. I'm doing yeah. it. And I'm and I was just like, OK, yes, dear. OK, OK, yes. That's, that's, <laughs> I guess that's how life works. OK, I, I'm 28 wait, years old. I don't know. Fuck about shit. You know, like, yeah. so let's just do what you say. Wait, but you you say that. But also at the same time, there was always this animosity that would like seep through. And I'm not saying he was wrong to have it. No, but that sounds great. If you could explain to me animosity, please. <laughs> but, was it resent, but resent there was a lot of resentment. Time. Yes, there was a resentment seeping through all the time. And I would be like, he really is pissed that I'm not working. Like, right. you know, because right. I was, ba- I never said like, should okay, how do we do this? Should I work? Should you? I was just basically like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. You're going to go to school. Like, yep. that's what my parents did. And, yeah, you know, and that was, parents, yeah. right. And I, I, I never for a second right. was like, 
oh shit, that's going to be a financial burden for him. You and, know? and luckily I was already in my career. I, you know, I dropped out of college. I, that didn't, you know, pan out. Luckily I had a family business to fall back on and which is what I yep. went into at 20, 21 years old. So wow. I was kind of already on my path. So I think maybe Danielle felt a little bit more comfortable in the fact that I'm working. Yeah. And that's yes. that. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, you know, Aaron was an actor. Um, that's how we met Ish. in acting class. And, you know, she was doing better than I was and getting doing pilots and testing for shows. And, and I had a lot of jealousy. I was very jealous about that, even though we weren't in the same category. I'm a man. She's a woman, but still. <clears throat> and again, that goes probably way back to childhood shit. But you know, eventually <clears throat> my career did what it did and, and, it, and it worked and and uh, we had our first baby and then Aaron's like, all right, I'm done. I said, you don't want to go back, you know? And she's like, nope, that's it. I mean, and I, I won't say that, but I I, I thought I would go back, like kind of just talking about it and answering questions to people like, yeah, but it was all back, you know, whatever. And I, I honestly, I thought I might because I was seeing a lot of friends like take their babies to auditions and, you know, do all that stuff. And I do feel like I got pregnant right around a time that I was kind of, you know, booking a little more, you know, exciting projects and that kind of stuff. But once I had Wilder, I was like, I, I don't want to go back yeah. to the set. Like, I was like, and I think t two things kicked in. Luckily, you were working, right? So it was, there was no pressure or need and you were working, meaning financially big difference at that point and what I would be bringing in compared to him. Right. That was how I felt too. Right. Like, yeah. What am I bringing in? Now I'm like, fuck, two incomes would be great. No, right? I know. <laughs> I know. Right. No, yeah. like, being, yeah. a, being an actor is a weird job, you yeah. know, because yeah. I think someone might look at me and I have some sort of pseudo celebrity. It's not like massive, but people do know who I am. And they might look at me and say, oh, dude, he's perfect. He's set. He's famous, quote unquote. But as an actor, you afford yourself a certain lifestyle based on the work that you're doing. I was on a show for seven years and you're making money, you're doing your thing and you buy the house. And you're like, shit, things are going great. Once that job ends, right. you have zero dollars. Right. And then you have to go get another job, not just a job that is a pilot. You have to get a job that is going to actually get on the air to really make money. Mm. So it's you're making choices to provide for your family right, and not making, creative choices. That right, right, right. So it's. It's an interesting gig that I have. And of course you stash away and you save and you try to put stuff away for a rainy day. Um, but it's funny because now we're in this place where it's, you know, as much as I love Aaron being the stay at home mom, I'm like, damn, it would be so great. <laughs> it's such a role of a It'd be so great if there was just a little bit more dough. Just well, if I can, <laughs> if I can just be honest for a second, and it's going to sound like I'm kissing your ass, but I'm not because we we've been podcasting for, four years now and you know it's it's definitely like it's it took a little bit but you know it's definitely been that second income that we really needed yeah, you know yeah. and um and we've done podcasts with other couples throughout the years and stuff but I'm telling you like you're gonna you, you, like people really connect with what you're doing. And I think it's like probably the most similar podcast I've heard, like mm -hmm. as far as realness goes. And mm -hmm. I'm telling you, like people need it. So keep, it's gonna, it's gonna get there because yeah. we, it's yeah, really, it, it's true. It's true. No, it's like what you, what you want is what you want to hear. Right. Which is stuff that you're relating totally. to. 
And I remember thinking, I mean, you guys are definitely younger than us, even though we're on like the same trajectory of timeline and all that. But I remember when you're younger, listening to kind of, you know, that say couple that's a little ahead of you or my friends that were older, it's like those little tidbits of wisdom or things that they would say really stick with you because, you know, there is kind of that honeymoon phase. Then there's the kid raising phase, which is the toughest and usually challenges all couples like nothing else really in a relationship. Um, But when you come to the other side a little bit of being out of the babies and, you know, the same age kids that we are in now, Mm -hmm. it's, it's pre, um, what's it called where they leave the nest, uh, empty nester. nester, We're not there yet, but there is this moment that things kind of plateau a little and you're like, oh, there you are. There we are again. Right. We're not just surviving through babies and toddlers and all of that shit. There's a little tiny bit of this reconnection. And now you're like, okay, you know, who are we again? Absolutely. There's a, there's a sense of what, wow, we made it through all of that. We're here. I think what's the future going to be? I think we've done a good job though, of from the beginning making sure that you and I were taken care of, you know what I mean? As a couple, we we weren't precious about staying with our kids, you know, until they're 18, you know, it's like, well, let's go do (laughs) our thing. To a fault. Yeah. Let's go to a hotel room. Like we need to keep our shit together and still have great sex and have fun and and do our thing. The number one advice I give to like my friend, young friends or people is always like, um, you guys are a couple and your parents and they're two separate things. So like, obviously, you know, it's the same, but like you have to nurture your relationship as much as you do, like kind of being mom and dad, you know? And so you said you had this great question. You were going to, um, you know, bring up something about kind of modeling, you know, for your kids yeah, you know, marriage and, and relationships and healthiness in a relationship. Um, and I feel like we were both very aligned with that, which kind of model my parents like everybody loves my parents they're still together they're high school sweethearts mm-hmm. like uh, when I say like everyone's like oh my god your mom and dad like it's a thing right they're the best high school sweethearts like her mom's seen one penis yeah my <laughs> parents too my parents yeah. it's crazy and they're still really 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 in love now yeah of course they you know annoy each other and all the bullshit but they partied like they had their life too mm-hmm. but they were present when they were present and like so you know kind of seeing that made me feel you had a harder time kind of maybe being away from the kids and all of mm-hmm. your childhood issues um but there was something for me where I'm like I want my kids to see us have a good time together too and us prioritize you know each other and then there's something to be said for when your kids are not with you the independence or resilience or whatever it kind of creates you know naturally that they know they're okay without you or that we're coming back or you know a lot of that stuff it it creates less I would say stress anyways like it was easier for me yeah well I think yeah. that we're parenting the grit out of our children yeah I don't think there's much not us but no like I'm saying just generally everybody. like yeah sorry yeah generally like we are coddling, I think, in my opinion, too much. We're sheltering. We're not letting them fail. You know, we're afraid for their lives, you know, all the time. Yeah. You are. <laughs> <laughs> but but we, we our kids need to have grit. They need to learn how to fucking get by in the world. And, and it starts young. 
You were saying that too, where you were like, I want them to see us, you know, fight. Since, since our kids are babies at every stage and each of the three kids, they knew every weekend, mom and dad, we're going out to dinner once or twice a weekend. Right. And there's a babysitter and you have to be okay with that. And you can't call us. And if you do, we're hanging up on you as long as everybody's safe and okay. So they need to know that we love each other. and want to spend time with each other. Yep. Without them, I always say it's like you guys have play dates when they were little. I was like, Daddy and I are gonna go have a play date. Like yeah. that's basically right. what it is. And they like, probably subconsciously love that so much because it it is. It's like, uh, okay, my parents really like each other. Like that's a really safe feeling when you're a kid. You know that mom and dad really like each other and they want to be alone. And like even if they're like, you know, I want you to stay home or yeah. mm-hmm. you know, they're I think really down deep they're like, oh wow, like. They like each other and that's really cool, you know? Well, yeah, they're going to cry and piss and moan when they're babies. And then when they're older, they're going to realize and look back and be like, oh, shit, they had a great time together and my parents love each other. That's how I should be with my partner. It's so true. And sometimes like the hard part of them leaving, like, uh, you know, obviously having a sitter or family or a nanny or whatever it is that they like or enjoy helps. But I remember our kids were literally like, bye like they loved our nanny so much she's family obviously um but one time remember wilder when we were in colorado definitely going through like a phase it was a switch where he didn't care whenever we left and then all of a sudden went through this like you know hanging on like don't leave crying i mean you know devastating for me but i remember literally being like dressed up ready to walk out the door so needing that time out and away from the kids and you know whatever it was for us and I had a moment where I was like, am I going to give in right now? And Ollie's like, nope, we're going. And I was like, we're going. And of course, you know, I called the nanny like half an hour later when we get there. I'm like, is he okay? Is he still crying? And she sent me a picture and he was like playing, you know, with his brother and fine. So I'm like, there is also that, not, not that it's manipulation, but there is this moment for the kid where they're like, are you going to, you know, break your word, which right. is like, we're going. Right. I remember thinking he was much older, but there was a toddler, um, type of, you know, age, uh, book that we read and it was about building trust. And what they say is follow through, you know, is, is basically a, a version of trust for kids. And so if you say you're going to do something, you're subliminally kind of building trust at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I looked at that moment that was heartbreaking for me, but I was like, ultimately I stood by my word. I told him we were going, uh, I told him we were coming back, you know, all of these things just to comfort him. And of course, you know, it's fine. And it, right. it's really those, you know, I had like, we have a few of those, but generally we're like, peace, we're out. Right. <laughs> like, Well, that's like people who are like, oh, my kids are my whole world. And I'm like, that fucking sucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> sorry, sorry for you. No, it's true. And then <laughs> yeah, like, all right. So, you know, good luck with that, you know, because your your whole world is about to like diss you in the worst way. And oh my God. We you know, we told us I'm a teenager and they don't give a shit about you. They reject you. <laughs> all of a sudden it's I mean, right. It's a form of like heartbreak. Yeah. I mean, we have our 15 yeah. year old. How wait, I'm sorry, how old are your kids? So our oldest is 15. He's a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a seventh grader who's 12, two boys, and then a little girl who's nine. Um, oh, so she still perfect. loves you. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I am. <laughs> so, does, so does the middle one. So does both. The middle yeah. one, too. Yeah. 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 And then also, like, we, uh, you know, did, like, crazy, like, you know, 
uh, strict like sleep stuff, mm-hmm. you know, with the first and the second and even the third sleep training, all that. I was all about my sleep, total opposite of like attachment parenting. Um, but now with the little one seeing like what's happening with the boys, I'm like, don't you want to come and like sleep in our bed? Like, I want to be in my own room. And I'm right, like, oh. right. But that's so healthy. I mean, I know it sucks, but right, right. No, I know. And we've done strict nothing. We've done we? strict nothing. Yeah. We're really, yeah, we, we have, as far as like, we are, we really suck when it comes to stick, like seeing, like you were saying, seeing things through. We're yeah. Oh no, I mean, we're yeah. not great at that either. Like I'm not talking uh, there, about there was, like, there was one, one year where Aaron was so angry in the car. She loses. She goes, if you don't stop doing this, we're going to cancel Christmas. And I look at her, I'm like, we're not canceling Christmas. Right. <laughs> I'm like, that's just such an empty threat. There's just no world. I mean, that's right. right. Threats, but I just meant in that moment, the book that I read, I was like, okay, like I'm going to try this like one time and make it happen. But no, yeah, I no but people but, who can do that, I'm like, please tell yeah, me but, how. But honestly, selfishly, I don't want to be a strict parent. I'm not taking yeah. the phone away because that's I'm a punishment good. for me. You know, 100%. that's a punishment for us. You take away the <laughs> iPad. Yep. Right. And it's we've been that's that a great point. We too. I don't know about you guys like over there, but like when we were in LA, it was the time of our first kid. It was very much kind of the beginning of, you know, TV is bad and SpongeBob right. and sugar and toxins. I mean, it was just just starting to kind of, you know, blossom at that time. And so many of our friends in LA were like, only wooden toys and <laughs> uh, right. not heard of splinters what the fuck <laughs> no, just some fucking red and blue primary color plastic like let's go and made so, in china all the way if it's not made in china mm-hmm. it's not in our house okay. i mean That's that right. was us and we were like spongebob let's do it and you know ultimately we were kind of going against the grain at the time but we also were like as soon as you start restricting the kids too much, like they just want it more, you know, and it kind yeah. of, and so, you know, sometimes we're like pat ourselves in the back. Cause our kids, if we're like, okay, guys, like, you know, time to put the iPad away. They're like, okay, cool. Because mm-hmm. they have it when they want, right. Like, oh my God, when am I going to get it back or no. And you know, the timing and all that kind of stuff. But, but now we don't ever ask to put the iPad. No, away. now. I mean, right. it's like a total f- Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Well, it's also like our, our middle son, you know, he's a freshman also, and he's like struggled a little bit this year socially. And like, if you take their phone away, it's sort of like you're taking away their chance oh. at being part of things socially. Like I'd rather take away DoorDash for him. Like that would hurt him way more. Oh my God. <laughs> fucking DoorDash. I've had to. We've fucking had to- DoorDash. Yeah. I'm like, it's 7-Eleven, like one bag of Doritos and like a big gulp. No, or Wilder's got his boys over and it's like 3.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. and Taco Bell shows. Yes, I'm like, what are you guys doing week. and give me one of those tacos? Uh, uh, 
<laughs> I know, I know. It's but insane. Also, do you guys think too, because I, you know, it's so interesting, like when the kids were little, it was really about kind of screen time and, you know, barely um, iPads. They had like, I don't even know if they had them 15 years ago, but now yeah. everything they do is on a phone or a device, mm -hmm. right? Socially, which you were saying. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, it's not, it, there's this like fine line kind of of screen time, but also their lifeline. Really? Wait, how I mean, old are your kids? I was trying to yeah. save this for our own interview. You know, but like can, how how, how old are your kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no problem. So our daughter is 17. She's going to college next year. Okay. Um, and I saw you went to Ithaca. That was actually she she visited, she she toured Ithaca. She's not going there, but she loved it. Okay, okay fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh our son is 14, he's a freshman, and we have an 11 year old who's uh yeah, who's in sixth grade. So okay, so wait, all girls, boys, or no? Oh, you said so uh our, just a daughter and two boys yeah okay, so. and the two boys. we are the opposite yeah oh, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah lots of questions but, but we're know. we're you know we're getting prepared for her to like leave and you know there's part of me that's like you don't even look both ways when you cross the street like how are you going off and she's driving and she's driving license we were like like you you literally don't like this is her like when she crosses the street she's like we're like no no you need to like look left look, I know you know no instead of a, a car we we prefer to get her an Uber gift card right right <laughs> so that's literally that's I mean yeah. thirty thousand dollars dollars gift card amazing uh, I'm gonna do that I'm not kidding that's a funny idea I mean I listen mean, I just didn't trust it yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm right there with you like thank God like our Uber bill is like a, it's been an issue this well, year I, but I, I, I the kibosh on it I'm like you guys are fucking Ubering everywhere I've got eighty dollar McDonald's coming at 4 a.m. Right. I'm like, we have to like pair back. I, I'm like the Uber. I'd rather like, I don't know, get stop anything else, you know, mm -hmm. and, and have my kids Uber because there's a weird well, she's very safety. She's very fearful yeah. of our kids doing anything, hurting themselves, like skiing. Like you might bubble wrap. She like, really would. would. Like she wants them to be like yo-yo ma, like play the violin. <laughs> live in some sort of a closet for the most part meanwhile they're like you know doing backflips off ski jumps and like mountain right. biking yeah skateboarding right. it's like oh right. my god old our youngest um we were just in snowbird in utah youngest boy and uh he's a good wife what Bodhi? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and we were down at the lift line and the boys were all skiing together and <laughs> a few of them or all of them went to go ski a harder run Bodhi didn't want to do it we get a sort of information that he is going down in a toboggan because he's hurt himself. Oh and no! We don't know. Well, we don't know how how bad. Right? How bad? I had a good feeling it was not that bad, but anyway, yeah. he, he ate shit and hurt his knees, and we had spent you know the afternoon in the uh, in the medical unit. Right. And right. Oh. Well, luckily our kids are, they don't move much. <laughs> <laughs> our middle son's a musician. So I'm always like, you oh, can't do anything because if you break your arm, we're, right. you're fucked. Well, he was doing, he was doing tackle football for a while, but he's just, you oh. know, a smaller guy. But it's so like when he, no, when he, everybody else was doing tackle football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what at, is the, at the age of 12, we were like, all right, we're cutting this off. Yeah. Everybody else is growing a foot that year, and you're. I think not. you're strong. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, let's let's cut out on that. You're actually a really good musician. Let's let's go what that he route instead. He, he plays the drum. He's, he's a drummer. really good. He's a really oh, good wow. drummer. He's he's been drumming like literally he came out. He, he was born drumming and he, wow. uh, he had some weird yeah. natural ability yeah. like in diapers and wherever we That's would go. Yeah. Yeah. It was just he would be drumming with whatever he can. Yeah. It's very, yeah. very cool. You don't need to play basketball or anything. Yeah. Just sit on the couch. Oh, you YouTube say, is great. Like, I'll take that. I mean, a sick prodigy drummer. Also, yeah, he's really but, good. but listen, we love it again, selfishly as parents, because we're going yeah. to Green Day concerts. We're going to see Blue Man Group. Right, we're going, right. You yeah. know, we're going to all the stuff that he loves that we love. So exactly. yeah, let's no, that's, 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 so it's like my dream. That's I amazing. Always say I'm that's always amazing. looking at my kids. I'm like, can't you just be in the band? Like, uh, well, I'll, I'll, say, I'll send you some video. I'll be that obnoxious mom. Well, I wanna, I'd video. love to. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is just got into guitar into like guitar and music stuff and he's 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 perfect. naturally talented he's yeah. not like i wouldn't call him like a prodigy but he's just yeah. naturally talented he's that's awesome gifted athlete as but I'm well like, keep that going but he's yes. playing guitar and he's really interested in sort of you know the metallicas of them all. awesome awesome they're touring, aren't they? yeah yeah i want to go they're going to be at metlife in august i really want to go yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I want to take him. I want to take him to a Metallica. I and I asked my I asked my son. I, I he's not into that Metallica. You know, st he's not into that. He's more into like. But he would love that. it if you went. I, but he said no. I asked him. I really want to go. I would, you know. But he's like, eh, you know, Metallica. Guns and Roses. He wants to go see Metallica. Yeah, is a little fun. step yeah. up that he's not. Yeah, but he you know. uh, to see a Metallica show, he would. Love it. Just force yeah. him. Like, oh I, I, that's what I think I should do. I really Just should. Force him. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be a strict parent. I'm going to force him to go see Metallica. Yes, yeah, exactly. He'll be mad. He'll love it. We just saw. Right. The, oh, good. Oh, I was going to say the Taylor Hawkins uh, tribute. We yeah, went to we, Oh, that was amazing. Incredible. I was like, unbelievable. Great. They did oh. such a good job with that. Yeah. I know. It was amazing. It was super fun. I feel like we could talk all day long and you guys have to come back on, but please tell yeah, yeah. everybody like where they can find you and all that stuff. Um, unconsciously coupled playing off of Gwenny's uh, <laughs> consciously uncoupling thing. It's so good. It's yeah. so and, fucking and I good. I feel like we're unconsciously coupled and meaning we're together. And even though we may not be conscious, it doesn't matter. Like we exist together. I mean, that's mm -hmm. sort of vibe behind it. And, um, yeah, it's on where you can find your podcast. I mean, we I have two other podcasts and it's something that Aaron and I wanted to do together to actually, you know, um, have something that we're in cahoots on, you know, yeah. so it's not just about parenting and sometimes passing ships. And interestingly enough, and you guys can probably understand this when you have a microphone in front of your face and you're talking to your partner, it's entertainment for others, but it also is revealing to each other, you know. And uh, <laughs> you're saying things that you may not have said before. Um, fights have happened. And I know you guys had a, a big fight. Well, on. we've said all the things we've never said before because of the Isn't mic. Crazy? Yeah. So Wait, it's, did, no. you, did you guys ever do or do currently therapy? Yeah, we have done therapy and we've done it separately also. But okay, so, um, I'm like, don't you feel like sometimes like sitting down weirdly, even though you're doing this podcast, it's almost like a therapy session. <laughs> Oh yeah. no, we've we've spoken more in the four years doing a podcast yeah. than we have in twenty five years of knowing yeah, each other. No, I know yeah. it's really great, and for Aaron, like, it's, it's it's an interesting thing because she gets a little bit nervous—not nervous, but she just 
doesn't believe in herself enough where she is witty as shit. She's funny as hell. I would never marry someone who wasn't extremely funny or who understood my insane humor. Um, so for her, it's just about sort of, you know, letting go a little bit more. It's hard with me when I'm so open and just flying free. Mm -hmm. But we've had so many times where she's given me the cutoff sign, like, don't say that. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, man. Like, this is, you ruined the flow. And then we get in this whole argument of like how we've ruined you. Just we were in a moment and now it's gone. And right. I get all, I get all puff, huffy and puffy and shitty. And like, I don't want to do it anymore. And of course, the, our editor now is having to listen to this fight. <laughs> but keep it in. Keep it in. Don't take it out. No, don't ever take but it out. Always, yeah, but you know what? For her, to give you, for her to give you that advice, she's a huge hypocrite. Because she makes me go back. To, I'm the editor. And no, the right. next day, I'm editing shit out there. She's oh, like. No. <laughs> started, it was literally like we'd record for 30 minutes. And then I'd be, he'd if be you, editing for like four days. If I'd you be like, saw no, they can't know. <laughs> if you could see the oh, audio waves of my, of our first year of podcast yeah. it is chopped to shit uh, over the i mean finally were you just like fuck it i don't yes. care yeah. we were yeah. we were finally like it's exhausting to edit every yeah. time like people are always like don't edit. and you know what it is also we started to trust our audience more Yes. You know, like at a certain point, I was sort of like, we would say things and I'd be waiting for the backlash and waiting for yeah. the backlash. Aww. And, and you know, yes, yeah, sometimes it comes, you know, but then you're, then you're sort of like, they didn't get it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But 95% of people are like, fucking A, thank you for saying that, yeah. you yeah, know? Exactly. And so it's it was like, sort of like, once I could trust our audience, I was like, yeah, just put it out, whatever. And you yeah. know what? If, if somebody doesn't like it, they're not our audience. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I actually true. always like sometimes I'm like, so I'm like, babe, my dad's listening. That's true. I, know. I mean, we're talking yes. about kids or whatever. I'm, but I'm like, I have to just put that all like out of my mind. And just, like, they listen. If they listen, they've got problems. Yeah. And then we're, we're <laughs> well, and and people always ask us, I don't know about you, but people are always like, what are you going to do if your kids listen? And I'm like, all right, we don't say anything bad about anybody. You no. know, we're not like, we're not, you know, talking shit about people. We're literally like, you know, our life was hard. We fucked things up. Here's how we made it work. Good. Yeah. Let them listen. You know, also, not that they want to. Also, they're never going to want to. That's they're my point. They're never going right. to want to. Of like, course. We, see it. we don't need to. No, they don't. They do not care. I try to show them things I've done as an actor. And they're like, I don't right. Yeah, they're like, you they will. They will. One day they will. Just wait. They're going to be super um, proud. Of course, of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a fun thing for us to do, and it's very open and real yeah. and candid, much like you guys are. And and um, you know, we like to interview sort of these experts and bring people in who we admire. Um, you know, we have some celebrity couples who come on to sort of talk about how they've met and what their relationships are like, and. And it's uh, it's fun. I mean, it's just it's a blast. We have a blast doing it. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to we, cool. we we used to go to L.A. all the time to like all record. the time. Oh, yeah. That one time we went to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But okay. you guys, you if you guys come a be a blast. We yeah, it would be a blast. Person, and then we can just, you know, reminisce about the old days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it would, the pandemic fucked it all up, but it's, know, yeah, we'll have to do that. No, we're, we're ready for a trip. It, yeah. It's been years. So yeah. we're ready to Wait, go. Do you have a tattoo on your ring finger? I do. This is my first tattoo. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. It's, yeah. Him and Howard, him and Howard. 
Fuck that. Oh, no, 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 don't say that. It's a B for Beth also. <laughs> don't say that. Uh, no, I have an don't, E for Aaron. Oh, okay, no. So mine's, yeah, the B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had the idea before oh, Howard, so I don't want to hear that. You know, wait, I don't so want the comparison. Howard and Beth from Stern? Yeah, yeah. he has the B. He has the he has a B on yeah. his so ring finger. you copied finger. Stern? No, no, no. no. He, he copied co- him. Stern copied Without me. Without knowing it. But you <laughs> love, I mean, I'm a massive, a Stern. massive Stern yeah. fan. I've been on the wrap-up show twice. Oh, really? Was, yeah. My sister was on Stern. And um, Steve we Brandano. We love him. Yeah, we love him. Steve Brandano called me, and I was literally in the middle of a scene in Calgary. And he goes, yo, your sister's on. Do you want to call in? And I'm like, Fuck yeah. And I was like, we're shutting down production, you guys. I'm calling. Oh, my God. Stern is my idol. He needs to have you on. I'm not big enough yet. I need to. My goal in the next show that I'm doing is to do a show that Howard Stern would watch. So I know the genres that he likes. Okay. So Stern can actually, you know. I get it. No, we've been fans since the early 90s. We we love Howard. The best. The best. Right, well, thanks, um, guys. This was right, thank you know, you. freaking awesome. Yeah. Please come back on soon. We will. Oh All right, cool. All from, right. from LA, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. All right. Bye. Bye.